was a good decade for young entertainers. Once they got the opportunity to star in a show or for a movie for a network, they were able to carry the project and build a following that has carried over different age groups. With the massive success at such a young age, they were able to deal with the workload, sacrifice important traditions of their childhood, and transition or venture off to more adult roles, take on different positions behind the scenes, or just step away and live off the well-deserved earnings from their strong performances. Lloyd. Cousin. How you feeling, bro? I am alive. I'm thriving. I'm feeling good. And um, we're going to go down um, and talk about some nostalgia today. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Memory lane. Now, recently, I saw Macaulay Culkin. Mm -hmm. He was getting his star. We grew up on this guy. I was just wondering mm -hmm. why he just got one recently and how does it work? I think it is, it's like a Lifetime Achievement Award, right? But the interesting thing about the Hollywood Walk of Fame, uh, the Star of Fame is, it is an award that you are paying for. So a lot of top tier A-list, A-list stars don't have them because they don't want to pay for them. But it is like that Lifetime Achievement Award. 90 stars like Macaulay Culkin, uh, Christina Ricci, Neil Patrick, they are coming up on their... How Doogie Howser. Yeah, Doogie Howser. <laughs> They're coming up on their, uh, their 40th year of life, their 50th year of life, and it's time to start circling and scooping up some of this acclaim from their earlier works. Now, <laughs> if you've done a lot in Hollywood, no matter what the industry is, that star means something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it means something. Mm -hmm. You go to Hollywood Boulevard now, it's different now. It's different. The yeah. scene is very different. <laughs> But that Hollywood Boulevard, it holds a lot of weight. It is something <laughs> that is iconic. You know, we both have cousins um, back yeah. home, uh -huh. um, and they see commercials from California. They see um, uh, the Statue of Liberty in New York. They see the Hollywood Hills. They see the Hollywood sign. And after the Hollywood sign, they see the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It is a uh, uh, an upper echelon sort of... Uh, stamp of approval. Mm -hmm. um, it is amongst the stars. It is amongst the A-listers. It is at the Chinese theater. Mm -hmm. It is where the magic happens. You are amongst the elite, mm -hmm. and no one can ever take that away from you. No one can ever take that away. Mm -hmm. It's like a permanent tattoo yeah. <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard. And <laughs> people love to hold that press conference and bring, you know, all the close people that they work with in the industry mm -hmm. as backup, and they speak on their name. Come on, and then, then everyone gets the, the chance to celebrate yeah. and tell that person and that uh -huh. individual why they are special, um, and they get their and they get their moment, get their flowers. Mm -hmm. Now, recently, <laughs> they just came out with Good Burger Two. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because um, there's a lot of reboots and part twos of shows and movies, like something like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, how do you feel about uh, reboots and part twos of shows and movies? And, you know, what makes a show worthy of reboot? <laughs> I think that it is up to the individual fan base of that show. Mm -hmm. So shows like That So Raven have come back and they're receiving really good acclaim on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Shows like uh, 
wow, uh, Full House comes back. <laughs> full House. And those stars come back, and, they, and it's full of controversy. Legendary. Right. It's legendary, <laughs> but it came back, and it was it was a tumultuous landing on Netflix. It can be um, a real roller coaster ride, because for some shows, it allows you to uh, really just jump back into the nostalgia, yeah. reboot your career, uh -huh. and get a paycheck. Yes. Freddie, you know, <laughs> you know how life works. You have to be making money. You have to be generating funds. And one of the best ways for these actors is to jump back into their prime uh -huh. and reprise roles and now they're much older, uh -huh. but maybe now they're the parent. Uh -huh. Maybe now they're a coach. <laughs> maybe, um, <yeah. laughs> maybe the scenario has, yeah. has, has shifted a bit, yeah. but they're able to tap into some of that nostalgia, right. bring people back to a place of comfort and warmth that they experienced in the 90s that they are missing sorely now. Mm -hmm. And um, they're able to thrive and flourish. So for those select franchises, uh, I'm happy for them. Yeah, just put me back in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care where you're happy. Just put me back in the show. That's basically... Uh, Listen, those people on these TV shows, they advocate yeah. for themselves on, on Instagram, on yeah. Netflix, excuse me, on uh, Twitter and on TikTok. Uh -huh. they, they they get on podcasts yeah. and they sort of arouse the fan base. Uh -huh. And if they can get enough like viewers and enough energy, they uh -huh. can literally reboot a show yes. and start generating real generational wealth uh -huh. by... Um, <laughs> Tapping into that 90s nostalgia. Um, and we like to watch new things. So uh -huh. <laughs> most of the time, we're going to tap in. <laughs> we're going to yes. tap in. <laughs> you're going to tap into what's yeah. familiar. You're going to tap uh -huh. in just, just to see. Yeah. Because, you know, it's something that you um you grew up watching. Now, there's certain series that will never end. No matter how many times you ask, are they going to come up <laughs> with another one? Yes, they will. Recently, uh, I saw uh, the uh, question ludicrous. It's a ludicrous. Oh, How yeah. come they keep making Fast and the Furious? He said, because it's a billion-dollar franchise. Point Why blank. wouldn't we? Point blank. <laughs> that thing is a money-printing machine. Yeah. It started on the streets of Southern California, uh -huh. and now they're in space. There's rockets. <laughs> space. There's machine guns. It yeah. has taken on such a grandiose yeah. level that... As long as people are tuning in, yes. As as you, if you see Fast and Furious, <laughs> it's generating a billion dollars. You gotta do you, it. Even if you don't go, you're gonna end up seeing the movie somehow. somehow. That's how powerful these, those bad that franchise is. You can't escape it even if you want it. You gotta do it, Freddie. You can't escape it even if you try. And I know around October they love doing that with horrors. Uh, Michael Myers. This oh man will God. not die, Freddie. <laughs> They they love the, Michael, on the head. Michael Myers trope so much that Jason does the exact same thing. And every October, there's a new way to rehash the exact same villain, and people buy it. No matter how they take him out, though. Exactly. Next October, he's alive again. It doesn't matter how creative of a death. Drowning, <laughs> bullets, uh, fire, Choke him out. He's going to pop back up with that mask, and he's going to be creeping around that corner because it's going to generate Buddy. three to $400 million yes. for that franchise so every I'm, time. I'm going to keep going seeing Saw. I'm going to keep going oh seeing John God. Wick. John Wick, how many people will you beat up? John Wick has been terrorizing thugs in that universe for five years. John, who's left? Right. He's killing everybody. It was over a dog at first. What? Oh, You'll get your check. Hey. You'll get your check. Now, growing up, Nickelodeon, you know, that, that was my thing. Yeah. And on Nickelodeon was all that. Kenan and Kel, the Amanda Bynes show. Mm -hmm. And then on Disney, right. you had Raven. You had Sheila Balfe. You had uh, Lizzie yeah. McGuire. Oh, yeah, you did. Yes. Legends! That's right. But Kenan and Kel, they had their fingers in everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you feel about this Disney and Nickelodeon era and them being the stars of their projects? I love the fact that... Um, one, they are able to acknowledge the fact that 
you could be a, were you a Nick kid or a Disney kid? Mm. I was definitely a Nick kid. Oh. Um, all that. Okay. Um, Keenan and Kel, these were the shows that I grew up on. Um, other people definitely grew up on Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Uh, dang, and those damn Disney shows. Yeah, it, it, it definitely <laughs> depends because it, it would definitely um, tell me a little bit about your childhood, which, yeah. which um, side of the fence that you were on. You had to pick but one. <laughs> I love the fact that um, those projects were um, able, to, we're still able to see some of those um, yeah. on like Netflix, yeah. um, Paramount Plus, because tapping into those days uh, <laughs> when it was just pure comedy, and there's nothing like it. This guy, Kel, this man loved orange soda. Man. And he's able to reprise that role 20 <laughs> years later. It was on Paramount+. Plus. I wish it made it to the big screen. I wonder how they came about orange soda, though. Could they pick any other drink? Soda. I know. I'm not sure what made that damn... I'm not sure what made that damn choice so unique. <laughs> it made but, it unique. But I know that damn Good Burger movie was... Um, <laughs> Super nostalgic. Yes, definitely. Um, it, it, it just hits all the right spots yes. and, and makes you think of the good times. Yes, the good time. Now, in all that, which was one of my favorite shows, mm -hmm. that's child sketch acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's one actor who has been able to take that into his adult career, and that's Keenan, and that's on SNL, one of the longest-running shows out there. How hard is that to do that? And... Uh, because it's it's a very challenging thing to do that and, you know, go into the next phase of his career. Freddie, to traverse the mountain of going from a child actor to an adult star is so hard that we have Keenan Thompson, Justin Timberlake, and then who, right? Because there's Britney Spears, <laughs> yeah. and then there's, the you know, the kids from the Backstreet Boys. Mm -hmm. Not only is Keenan an SNL writer, he is... As of right now, amongst the cast, the longest, the longest. tenured member. Yes. And I believe he may have one or two more seasons to be the longest tenured ever, mm -hmm. which means that he has been putting in the work at SNL for more than two decades, coming up with creative sketches, <laughs> being an African-American. Yeah. That is one of the hardest writing rooms in the country. Mm -hmm. To balance that spinning um, ball for 20 years um, organically and have memorable moments amongst cast members for decades is something that we may never see again. That's how good he is. And you definitely have to keep that focus over time. Uh, I've been trying to find a way to keep the momentum up throughout the day. I've started drinking Magic Mind to get me in the right state of mind early on and on throughout the day. It gives me the energy that I need, makes me more productive, gets the creative juices flowing. It's all natural ingredients from the best supplies out on the scene, especially no sugar and paleo-friendly. If you're like me in the cuzzle, out and about, making these moves, handling multiple things at once, I say give it a go. You can get it at magicmind.com slash freddy with the code freddy20. 56% off your first subscription and 20% off your one-time purchase. A lot of people have been mentioning it. A lot of big top influencers, and I've shared it with family and friends who are looking for that boost. Magicmind.com, freddy, code freddy20. I'd get the 30-pack for the best value. Now, there's some other stars mm -hmm. that have made their way into these big blockbuster movies, and that's one of them is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Titanic, I know we've all seen that. People forget Leo was a child actor. Um, what's eating Gilbert yeah, Grape? People forget he was, he was a, a child, child actor, actor in there. And I remember that because my sister was uh -huh. enamored with him. Yeah. She's four years older than me, and she loved Leo because of how talented he was. <laughs> she would always say, he's so cute, you know, and, and that whole thing. But he would pop on a screen in a way that was um, undeniable. And his presence was there from a very young age. You knew, he knew, we all knew Leo was a star. Now look at Leo now, I'm making $20 million a movie. 
at least. And then uh, don't forget the uh, stuff that he gets on the back end. Because yes. he likes his points, he likes yes. his credits, he's often an executive producer, uh-huh. and he has his fingerprints on all over the project. And very serious movies, too, at that. And he's good at playing, like, like in biographies. He can... <laughs> he, is, he is one of those actors that is, while being yeah. an A-list actor, yeah. has incredible character acting skills. Yes. And while you're looking at him, he can disappear into his character. He's phenomenal. Gain weight, lose weight, all of that. All of the above. Boom. Now, one thing I do notice is, uh, you know, with these shows back in the day, a lot of twin actors that spoke the same lines at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if you know that the Olsen twins, yep. uh, Tia and Tamara, yeah. which is one of my favorite shows. Yep. But one thing I like about Sister Sister is that they were able to separate and go on about their own roles. Mm-hmm. Because being a twin, it's like, it's tough. It's like, do I always have to take the role? Uh, the Sweet Life of Zach and Zach Cody. Zach and Cody, yep. So how do you feel about uh, twins parting ways to going about their own way? I feel <laughs> like that was such a 90s thing because yeah. I feel like we don't see that anymore. Yeah, we and don't. Is, yeah, it, and it's so dope because that also tells me um, how you by how you identify those twins, yeah. um, what you were watching. So obviously we were watching T and Tamara, yep. um, but they also do have those Dan Olsen twins and the Sweet Life of Zack and Tordy will te- definitely tell me if you're a Disney kid um, or, or what you're watching. But yeah, yeah. It had to be extremely hard to find the individuality <laughs> because let's take it's a look. Hard. Let's take a look at our queens, Tia and yeah. Tamara. Uh-huh. Tia, she was more watching the BET. She was more with us and um, uh, consistently, yeah. while Tamara yeah. was more with her dad's side of the family, if you can understand what I'm saying. And they were much more traditional and a yeah. much more reserved yeah. and a much more conservative mm-hmm. um, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, their families now represent the differences in who those um, ladies were, but you can see by their posts on TikTok yeah. uh, how uh, different lifestyles, how different they were, uh-huh. while both being uh, raised yeah. by the exact same people at the exact same time. Both successful though, tremendously, yes. but in different ways. In different ways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's tremendous. And then the Olsen twins. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Tremendous successes, yes. but I, you know what I think is even more fascinating about that family mm-hmm. is the youngest one. Oh, ah, she is the one. She's the girl in the Marvels, and oh, she. I and, didn't know. Yes, the youngest one. They have a, a Wikipedia. A, yeah, <laughs> the youngest sister is the star from the Marvel movies, and she's Mrs. Uh, I didn't know. And she's Wanda, and mm. she happens to be the biggest star of the family. So the whole family is connected, which is also what I see a lot all the time. If you are connected. You can get in places you that you may that you may not have been because obviously because yeah. her sisters are the Olsen twins, uh-huh. she was able to get the audition, land yeah. the role, and now she's the generational talent, Man. even amongst her uh, twin sisters. Now we're talking about roles. Mm-hmm. Now, if you play a role too good, how hard is it? for the audience to pull that away from you in the next row, because we all watch Family Matters. Man. And we all know Urkel. Right. Legend. Right. But I think he has to get those roles that are completely different from him, because if he pops on the screen, what are they going to say? They're going to scream <laughs> Urkel, because for him, uh, he was not able to uh, disassociate himself uh, from his show. But you know who was? <laughs> Tyler James Williams. Oh. Now, I, I recently seen them in a podcast. That's a good and example. One of the questions that I found kind of eerie and, and, and was yeah. very um, 
Ooh, it, it, it just made me like it makes you wince because uh, Jaleel White asks yeah. uh, Tyler, Tyler James okay. how you were able to go from a child star to to an adult star, uh-huh. and Tyler James just says, "I took my." my my earlier successes from um, Everybody Hates Chris, okay. and I acted like it never it happened. happened. Wow. I never was willing to acknowledge it. Uh-huh. I was only willing to handle um, projects that were brand new, okay. that were challenging, and that were going to take me as far away from what I was used to as possible. And I did it consistently. <laughs> That's a good take. So I was consistently yeah. uncomfortable yeah. until I was comfortable. Yeah. And you can kind of see Jaleel kind of wince yeah. because he's on TV shows yeah. like at Elementary. Urkel's still successful. And yeah, and and then you have Urkel who is sort of successful in a different way. And that's best way to put it. Yes, in a different he way. Still get residual. Oh, are you kidding? For he's the rest of his life. Still get that back. Oh yeah, he, he's un, he's he, he can still get uh, he's still getting bookings. Um, uh, he's still booked and busy. He's still not gonna scream Urkel. Now, too much power. Too much money at a young age. We all know it could hit people different ways. Mm-hmm. But I do want to keep this positive because, I mean, only they can experience what they experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about all of that taking a toll on that actor or singer when they were younger because only they experience what they put on them? Generational talents like yeah. Lil Bow Wow, yeah. Chris Brown, Rihanna, Britney Urkel. Spears. Yeah. yeah, they became stars at 13, 14, 15. Uh-huh. So while we were in high school, mm-hmm. while we were in junior high, living our regular lives, yes. they were already um, breadwinners. Stars, right. That were making the, the music and, and moments that we were watching on TV. Um, to be that famous for that long means that everyone has Justin Bieber. It means that everyone's going to have an opinion on your life. Everyone's going to be able to judge and scrutinize you. And it has to be kind of terrifying. Got to grow up on camera. Yeah, because every single thing that you do, every mistake that you make, instead of it being a personal problem, you handle it with your parents or, you know, a car accident, you handle it with, you know, the the individuals that it was um, that were there at the time. It's everybody in the world Mm -hmm. because you're constantly being reported on, you're Mm -hmm. constantly being posted, and you're constantly being talked about. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as... uh, Privacy. Privacy. Mm -hmm. With places like Twitter, the Internet, and most of all, that place, uh, the Shade Room. It's even worse now. You cannot escape narrative uh-huh. on no matter anything that you do. Which I would say is just, <laughs> even if you are a super pop and just try your hardest to be low-key. <laughs> yes. Make your projects and go back inside the and house. And be recluse. You see why? You see Charles why? Gambino does a good job of doing that. What? Kendrick Lamar. These are people, yes. uh-huh. Denzel, these are people who don't, who yes. the, the, the part of fame that they yeah. like is the work. Uh-huh. Everything else that comes with it, they do not appreciate yeah. and they remove themselves from said scenario <laughs> every time that they can. Yeah, that's a great way to go about it. What? Now, as we land this plane, mm-hmm. Christmas is on Monday. This episode will probably drop after. But I want to end on Home Alone. Certain movies we will never let go. Every Christmas we take out that Home Alone. Me personally, I'm sure Lloyd too, Mm -hmm. we'll sprinkle in some basketball. But Home Alone, what does Home Alone mean for culture, for the holiday season as we uh, end this one off? Now, see, I'm going to challenge you on there. I'm a Home Alone 2 kind of cat because uh, that is the one when things get extremely bonkers and extremely wonky because if you remember, they were trying to capitalize on the marketing from one, so they turned two into just a bonanza. It just means fun. It means chaos. It means, oh, man, it just means unadulterated 
pure joy. Uh -huh. uh, it was just chocolate. It was it was popcorn. Filthy animal. It, it was yeah. It was make, <laughs> it was making a mess um, in the living room. Bad and, guys. And, and your mom forcing you to clean up afterwards. <laughs> it was the smell of uh, yeah. home cooking food. Your, yeah. your your siblings, your cousins were over. You guys are all uh, surrounded by the TV, and yeah. it's just family together goodness. Um, and that's what that movie and uh, Home Alone Two represents Ho for me. Home Alone One, Home Alone Two. Have mm -hmm. you seen Home Alone Three? I have, but that's when like, the kid gets different, <laughs> right? It's a different movie. It's not the same. They, they yes. mess with the recipe. It's not this, it's not as sweet. Yeah, so as we end this off, this is a great time. Uh, give these actors uh, a chance to develop into, you know, their next phase of their life. Mm -hmm. uh, as you sit around for the holiday season, tap back into these old movies and shows. Because I know it's going to ignite happiness. Last words, Lloyd? And nostalgia. Um, happy holidays to you and yours. Blessings all around. Be safe, have fun. And remember, man, we had it good. We were spoiled, um, 90s babies. Look at our nostalgia. This feels serious. Oh, yes, it is.